Hello, everyone, and welcome to Subsegment, a show where we discuss all things queer, kinky, nerdy, and taboo. I'm one of your hosts, Irony. And I am Pop Noodles, your co-host, and I welcome you to Subsegment. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm good. Uh, we're... We're in the end of a season. Yes, again. Again? Yeah. What, why again? Well, we finish uh, before the early days also. Oh, did you consider that a full season? I thought it was more just like a, a winter break. Ah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm not very aware of anything going on. <laughs> You're just a, a simple himbo pup, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just talking to you in the microphone. That's all I do. <laughs> yes, it's absolutely the only thing that you do. Definitely not a whole bunch of other stuff. No, <laughs> I don't know anything else. No. Uh, so yeah, we are here with our last episode today of for a bit. Uh, so that we can take a break and do some new things to talk about and also meet some new people and uh, get their stories so we can share them with the world. And that will require some time. Also, it's summer, so I don't I don't know how much podcast listening people do. Yeah, it's also harder to get uh, old of people. Uh, when they're so. partying. Queer people are hard to pin down in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, we also uh, discussed to maybe uh, reduce the cadence of uh, the episode flow, mm-hmm. so to maybe go to two release a month instead of four release a month. Yeah, and then so, uh, release special episodes when we feel like it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we can expect some change for the upcoming new season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, other than that. I don't think we're going to change much of the format. I think mm-hmm. people enjoy what we do, and that's important. Absolutely. So uh, we've had like a pretty solid season together. Yes. You and, you and I have had a lot of changes happen. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I think one thing that would be good is if we sort of look back on our year together well we'll say year but uh time together and and talk about some of the people that we met some of the things we've done and uh maybe what we're excited to do again in the future or excited to try from things that we have heard about mm-hmm. i'm so, ready <laughs> noodles um <clears throat> excuse me what Let's let's do let's do uh, sort of your standards. What has been the biggest change for you in the last year? Do you find? Uh, well, there's a lot of personal change, so I don't want to count on those. Okay. Uh, but I, I guess <laughs> living together is one of biggest change we had. Mm-hmm. And also having that time to explore who we are together and also the dynamic together. Uh, grow through wave of uh, new possibility, me meeting a lot of new people mm-hmm. uh, and new way to perform kinks and 
you know, I think that's uh, generally what I see the biggest. Uh, so yeah, just being with you and riding along you. Oh, riding along me, huh? Yes. <laughs> uh, in the last year, for for things that I have seen, you've uh, greatly sort of em- opened yourself and embraced uh, more of your interests in things that you were a little bit afraid to like before. So definitely uh, I've seen you grow and sort of delve a little bit more into like the furry play, uh, even if mm-hmm. it's just on your own. Um so it's I I feel that through like a number of the people that we've spoken to this year, uh, let's go your your Devint Tech and your uh, your Stream Arcanine and uh, Fox, Renard. yeah, Renard. and I don't know. I I feel like talking to those men have like really helped you a lot. Um, sort yeah. of embrace uh, things that you were afraid to in the past. Yes, definitely. And uh, I also have a close friend who is also into uh, furry community, and having someone uh, much closer in that regard also helped to not be ashamed of it and not also having to be loud about it in a way. I don't know how to express that, but uh, just quietly yeah, enjoy something as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, definitely, I think that's the biggest acceptance maybe yeah, I was able to power through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoy it a lot. And definitely talking with those people help realize, you know, it's okay. I have gone through a number of struggles this year, and I don't know if they're necessarily um, over per se. Like I'm still struggling trying to understand what I'm personally looking for to like in, in terms of new experiences. Um, I am as always just happy to play with my puppy and have domination be like part of my life. And that has not changed one little bit. Um, I have gotten to meet some really just like interesting people who have like told me very fun uh sort of toolkit related things that I, I I've now sort of slipped into my uh hopes to use in the future which is really great um learn some I'm, I'm learning rope which is you know slow but fun um, as always you know living with you has been great <laughs> Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I want to do a lot of growth, but I don't have a lot of, um, like things to show for it to, if I can express it that way. There's a lot of, like everything sort of just been a lot of in my head experimentation and trying to sort of like understand what I'm looking for, I guess, and, and just trying to like reach that reach something incorporeal i guess is is i am still on my journey <laughs> did any of the interview help you to go through some of those struggles and give you better idea and the understanding of what you wish to explore and play with i mean obviously our discussion with uh deviant tech and devilish domina uh really kind of hit some 
interest points for me, like the, their story and and the the way that they discuss uh, things. Kind of just, I don't know. It felt like it clicked. Like the way that they discuss their power exchange and stuff is really interesting. Um, and it, I guess, possibly like if I really want to like break down sort of my emotional year uh talking with them really sort of like opened up my mind to possible new possibilities I guess lots of the word possible very much um so for me I guess it was the first to come to mind and in terms of like even scrolling back through people through people their experiences we haven't interviewed a whole lot of people that I would say are going through something similar. So I will say that specifically them and their their sort of discussion with me has helped helped a lot um, sort of express that like, yes, I can receive things and that's okay. Yeah. We just need to uh, find other people who also love to get into the submissive vet space as well as being dominant at the same mm-hmm. time and it's not a uh, always easy either to find that kind of a uh, no like-minded experience. yes like-minded individuals are sometimes mm-hmm. hard to come by yeah yeah but as much as we uh, wish to explore and as long as we get open to it I think it's the best way for you to be able to possibly find some answer and all that yeah I'm mm-hmm. on a journey and it doesn't have to be a one-year journey you know no, for sure. Especially with, you know, not being able to see much other people. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, that like whole pandemic thing yeah. kind of sticks a, sticks his boot in it pretty good. Because uh-huh. I, I feel like if we ever are able to go see or participate into a dungeon, that's going to be a bit helpful to be able to explore in that way also. And Possibly. Or... I'll just fucking shut down completely. Also a possibility. Why? <laughs> Public I guess I guess well I mean like if we're like talking about like all all the stuff so like obviously fears of like are a thing for me. Like I've yeah. been publicly sort of portrayed a certain way for such a long time that like there's always the fear of like invalidation I suppose. Like well, I, I can go fuck themselves. Go I know. Fuck themselves. You're just here to play. You don't need to portray anything or mm-hmm. you know assert dominance of who you were or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people cannot take you the way you want it to be, then uh, suck for them. <laughs> yes, take me the way I want to be taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that you know, that's for me just sort of something going on i don't really have any uh like brilliant uh aha moments this year personally i don't i don't think uh, unless you can think of some did you have any aha moments i feel like you might have i didn't have any particular big aha moment i guess understanding a little bit my position with other people and uh, with you also, I don't say a ha-ha moment, but more like a reassurance about 
where I, I know about myself and others and my own expectation. Mm-hmm. So that to me would be like a more of a, aha, you see. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what were those revelations? Well, like we talked last time a little bit about, I can do dominance, but mostly for servicing. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's not the same way as like me being dominant to someone or also just enjoying general service and that kind of play for me is also a gateway to other things. So um, that kind of thing, mostly be patient. Patience is very much uh, important in kink. Yes. But uh, of course, like the whole experience with uh, Daddy and Bay was like the, one of the big uh, Mm -hmm. steps. Uh, for me to explore a lot of different things. And so I guess that would be the big aha of, you know, confirmation of everything that I had suspected about me and appreciating the, you know, hey, my body and mm-hmm. such. Was there anything uh, that really surprised you about yourself this year? Being able to navigate the relationship with multiple partner um being able to take a very big day <laughs> yes you didn't <laughs> what about you? be able to do that um no. i mean being validated in my own understanding of like practicing polyamory i guess is is pretty great mm-hmm. um because this is sort of like the biggest scenario that I've ever experienced, you know, four different people. It's, yes. Uh, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So I guess I surprised myself in the, in the fact that like the, th- the expectations I've had of myself coming forward through this whole thing are pretty much exactly what I expected my response to be. Um, the insecurities that I have stem from like other things that are like exterior factors of this, like uh, the specific sort of, I guess, ideology and gender sexuality uh, mm-hmm. involved in everyone. So like that has been like something difficult that I've struggled navigating with um, as, you know, a non-binary AFAB person Um dating gay men (laughs) um it so other like i it's been nice to just sort of be like well i don't really have jealousy necessarily i just require more reassurance that like people are into me which is i think like valid in its own right um so yeah that that was a big thing for me um so we've talked to some really cool latexy people this season we spoke with slash rubber and phoenix latex um just trying to see if anyone else that i think those were the big ones yeah and they were really cool because we had someone local and um someone from the states and both of whom are making very different uh sort of latex work we had slash rubber making like 
I guess they're not even that different if you think about it because they both do sort of cosplay vibes, right? Yes. So, um, but one of which I find is, well, you know, I I guess really the difference is just like making sort of more masculine sportswear versus like feminine cosplay wear. Yeah. Like really is just the difference between the two. Um, mm-hmm. All of all of whom are fucking great. So, you know, if you ever want to check them out, slash, slash rubber and uh, Phoenix Latex were really fun to have on the show. Yes. So interesting and also very beautiful work. Uh, it's very worth it to check. I was very much in love with the inflatable uh, furry that phoenix did was very cool. yes i'm uh excited because i i've been asked i mean i don't think it's a secret but i've been asked to walk for them uh yeah. in a fashion show at some point um so hopefully i'll get to wear like a cool big inflatable suit and oh, bounce cool. around and whop, 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 whop. yes Mm-hmm. Just turn me into a giant Barba Papa, and I will just womp my way around the fetish park. <laughs> as long as we can pick you up. Oh my God! Please do <laughs> <laughs> lift me. Yes. We spoke to some pretty great uh, and insightful uh, people with interesting kinks. This this time, gleeful abandon. We we talked about um, hypnosis. Mm-hmm. That was something that uh, I'm very much interested in trying to in a kink at some point as a perhaps receiver. I don't know if it would work, but I feel like it would be a fun attempt, mm-hmm. and at least at at the very least a fun like session. Yes, to me it was very much one of the coolest uh, kink that we talk and explore and discover. Um, as we often see those cool comic with the, the puppy and the mm-hmm. letterman. Space silver. That, yeah. And uh, he often portray uh, like uh, hypnosis and that's, I don't know, the fantasy yeah. of it looks very fun and talking with someone that do explore that and, uh, you know, in a safe way is very interesting also. So yeah, definitely curious to see how that uh, could be implanted at some point. Who was your favorite guest? Like oh, in terms rough. of like things, perhaps let's say just like maybe somebody that you learned something big from. Let's not go favorite because that's hard. There's different kind of brain stuff that was very appealing to me. I think uh, one of my biggest highlights was possibly talking with uh, Dr. Weber. Yes, I was going to say. Yeah, to me that was very much like... Do you want to do you want to just run over quickly what uh, we talked about Dr. Weber with? Yeah, it was basically um, how the algorithm uh, basically ban porn creator content depending on you know what they portray and what they use and uh, who they are also, and it was all basically created via the Mastercard. Uh, Stint, uh, yeah, basically, and trying to you know remove themselves from uh, <laughs> trying to be associated with porn, basically. So it was, I don't know, interesting to see. Mm-hmm. As usual, the algorithm is like targeting queer uh, black people and uh, also kinky 
mm-hmm. and BDSM in general and how much it affect uh, content creator in that matter. And I don't know. Uh, it was just very interesting to learn like which kink does get targeted and how are you supposed to navigate those and to, you know, slender away from the trying to find a crack that fits so you can still be able to use whatever you used to do and everything was very interesting also that was one of my uh, big one that i like a lot i loved talking with uh flow yes uh, they were really uh fun to have on the show uh have sort of a, a younger sex educator come on the show to yes like, and and somebody doing uh you know like sex education on like uh, public platforms as well is is both important but also very interesting because uh, you know the the sort of navigational tools that they have to do to get around uh, mm-hmm. what we spoke about with Dr. Valerie yeah. Weber, um, you know, just thing things along the lines of like having to change words from sex to segs because you know. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> those you get targeted exactly. Yes, yeah. um, and trying to make uh, kink education accessible uh, to people of color and people who uh, do not have access to it uh, is really uh-huh. important. And so for me, I felt um, and, and continue to feel because uh, they they still keep in contact, and that's really great. Um, mm. I just, uh, I don't know. I felt like that was really good. Plus their story about like going around of trying to get to parties is fucking hilarious. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I live to go, I don't know, kink trying to go to a club with them at some point. That would be super great. Yes. Uh, another person that I really enjoyed talking, I, I know you mentioned it a bit earlier, but Deviant Tech was very much uh, yes. a good duo to talk with. And I think we all resonated well together. So uh, other than the nerdy talk to me, uh, even just exchanging like a weird uh, story that we kind of had the same thing. I don't know. It was very enjoyable. Um, but I really did enjoy talking with Ro also because... Uh, we have a lot of experience that I cannot even phantom to imagine. And, you know, hearing those story about so much positivity and queer and uh, lovable energy was very fun to have and to discuss. Yes. Uh, I think that it, it, one thing that we want to serve with the show is to um, lift queer voices and share queer stories and uh, the positive experiences that come from that because one thing that I find a lot of times is well and not just me it's like in media anyways a lot of times when queer people are sort of discussed it's in succession with like violence or negative things so when when we can bring it into like queer experiences into a positive light, it's really great. But if we can bring queer experiences that involve, quote, violence and have that be in a positive light, I think that's really important as well because uh, already you have like two separate minorities just being kinky and queer and you Mm -hmm. put it together and it's like... (laughs) But so uh, like uh, on those notes, like it's been really great. 
but uh, with everything, it's also really important to hear sort of like the the harder stories to listen mm -hmm. to, you know? uh, and we do want to share those. So talking with people like Mix S about, you know, upbringing and, and things of that nature mm -hmm. um, are really important, especially I think it's interesting to hear people who are figuring out their gender stuff later in life as well. And sort mm -hmm. of, uh, because it's always fun to sort of look back with people and, and, and see their sort of, well, I, that makes sense looking back now <laughs> moment. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Then yeah, portray the age and gender is also uh, mandatory that everybody goes through stuff, even if it's late or not, that doesn't mean anything. So yeah, the good and the bad, it's important. We have uh, also done a number of uh, freak in the streets, also <laughs> a freak in the sheets. It fits. It sits. We're still working on it. <laughs> it changes um, every time. It changes every time. Do you have any uh, like favorites that are really memorable? Like where you're like, oh, I remember this this specific character and what they did at a party. I really, really liked the one of Game of Thrones because it was very funny uh, to do because uh, those characters are so serious, right? So to me, to be able to just do stupid things with them was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but my favorite, I think, was like the, the, the one for Halloween with the monsters. Mm -hmm. I, with Frankenstein and everything. That was very fun for me to do. What about you? What was your favorite? Uh, freak in the sheet, whatever Let's in the street. see. Hmm. I liked the Toy Story one. Mm -hmm. Of course, I liked Game of Thrones. That was that was great. Let's mm -hmm. see. I want to say like when we got into the one with Mario. <laughs> yes. And uh, like Bowser with like the cucking and the like yes. um, uh, damsel in distress kind of vibes. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed that one. Well. Um, I actually have uh, one of those, a final one of the year, if if you are so interested. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to welcome us to this? I'm going to take a brief moment of your time to discuss our social media. If you would like to email us, it's subsegmentpodcast at gmail dot com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook dot com forward slash subsegment, and Instagram at Subsegment Podcast. If you'd like to check out our super sexy website made by our very own in-house good boy, please head on over to subsegmentpodcast.com. And, as always, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, as well as on Perth's number one online radio station, DRN1 United. Just to be like, welcome to whatever you want to call it this week. It's a God-themed so I guess uh, it's going to be gods in the sky, but also in hell. <laughs> gods in the sky and under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to do a quick one with uh, Thor Odin. and Odin. Yeah, Odin, Odin and Hades. Yes. So a Greek 
god and the Nordic god. Yes. Okay. Well, Odin, I don't know which one you want to start with. Whatever you want. You can pick with Odin. He was your first. Yes, but it's hard because he is a very big daddy. Also missing an eye and have crows. <laughs> uh, yeah, Odin is basically just like the all father. Yes, father I... of yeah, yeah. In my brain, he would be very an- animalistic. And what do you what do you wear to the party? Oh God, fur. <laughs> <laughs> just a big fur suit. <laughs> no, but like like a nice pelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, with like those poofy Viking pants with the very beautiful uh, belt that goes a bit over the belly. Mm-hmm. So it's very like holding the guts out and um, I don't know. Ooh, okay. You're doing a, like a chubby Odin. I mean, Odin is very, yeah. In my brain is like a bit chubby for sure. Yeah. But, like mostly chubby. Yeah. Yeah. Muscle bear. Yeah. And I think like, everybody wants to do something with him but you never do anything because uh, you have so many like child right with Thor and, mm-hmm. um, and I think like he let the children do the stuff and he's just supervising and being like the dungeon master mm-hmm. at the party yes uh, I'm into it and, but when he do get to choose someone to play with like he, he is very savage and bestial and there's a lot of like giggling and screaming <laughs> yeah basically and it's like the best lay you ever got but nobody talk about what he does <laughs> yeah <laughs> everybody signs a a, dune, a a weaver yeah may i do hades yeah okay I figure we'll, because we're strapped for time, we'll just do one each. Uh, So in my mind, Hades is very uh, mysterious, uh, maybe a little quiet. He's an emo boy. A little emo, but I definitely see him with knives. Okay. Uh, Doing a lot of knife play on like hard, cold surfaces. So I think that he's like, ooh, okay. So uh, Noodles and I watched this one uh, art restoration guy on youtube oh yes (laughs) and uh he's very like very much like a kinky like there's no i have no doubt like this guy is very like dominant and like quietly dominant in Mm -hmm. and i very much see hades as this like very particular uh quiet dominant who will slowly meticulously slice every bit of clothes off your body Mm-hmm. And not once nick you, but gently scratch you on purpose with like the sharpest knives. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, like, you know, they're sharp, but they never actually hurt you. So it's like mm-hmm. always, it's like, if I move, it's, and I get cut, it's my fault, not, not his. Mm-hmm. So I definitely and see, oh, go ahead. Very silent all the time, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely, like, we'll walk up. And like quietly ask permission, would you be interested to play with me or would you be interested in trying some knives? And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people willingly go because they've seen him masterfully play before and like you get chosen. Mm -hmm. That's sexy. (laughs) And he's just very kind. Uh, Everything is very 
fearsome and quiet and like spooky, but like every every movement that he does is still very like meticulous and like thought full of thought. Mm. You know, he's the guardian of the underworld, and he's not supposed to leave that place. Um, and in my brain, I really see him playing with that a little bit, being like, "Yeah, you, you're not gonna leave until I let you Ooh, go." Ooh, hot. Um, you know, it's a bit scary because, oh like, God. you don't want to be stuck in underworld. <laughs> yeah, I want to be stuck in Hades world. <laughs> yeah. How do you see him dress then? In a suit. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like he is in like a very nice sport sports like suit, black mm -hmm. with a white shirt, black tie, and he takes off his. Like the only way that you know he's exerting any sort of like uh, stress or uh, exhaustion is he slowly throughout this session will take off parts of his clothes. So like mm -hmm. first it's the jacket and then slowly it'll be like a rolling up of the sleeves. Mm -hmm. And then when eventually like towards the end, he'll undo his tie. He's basically Hannibal Lecter, but like in the Siri, not sure. the... I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> That's very good. Without the cannibalism, of course, but the meticulous and very precise thinking yeah. is what I'm referring to. Well, how does that feel? Does that feel good? Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for a good season, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for editing all the episodes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thank and, you for helping us and mm -hmm. doing all the description and cute photos. Mm -hmm. And we want to thank all our guests that came on. And uh, yes. as always, if you know anyone or you want to send us in a direction of a kink that you want us to look into, let us know. Mm -hmm. uh, you can email us or message us on Facebook or Instagram. Exactly. So on this, we might see you back in September. Yeah. Or a bit later. We'll see. Uh, we're going to keep you updated. Yeah. But everybody, stay kinky. Stay safe. I'm Noodles. And I'm Irony. Bye. Bye. Yay. That wasn't bad. <laughs>